You are listening to Nerds with Mics, Episode 10. Today's podcast is brought to you by Gamefly.com. Sign up for a free premium 30-day trial specifically for our viewers at the following URL, GameflyOffer.com slash Nerds with Mics. Today, we talk about Battlefield 1 leaks. We also talk about who is deadlier, Batman or Rambo? And Anna Kendrick wants to be Squirrel Girl? All this and much more. This is Nerds with Mics. Hey everybody, I'm Travis. I'm Justin. And I'm Maxwell. Welcome to Nerds with Mics. This podcast is about movies, TV shows, games, technology, and more. If this is the first time that you're listening, then thanks for coming. That's what she said. <laughs> Got it. not your first time. <laughs> yeah, this Thank po- you as well. Yeah. So this is a podcast that's produced every week for your enjoyment, uh, and notes and stuff will be found at uh, nerdswithmics.com. And which is stuff. Our, and stuff, which <laughs> is our website. So without further ado, let's get into this. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, you're on your own on that one. Yeah, I was definitely on my own on that one. So, uh, so let's get right into it. So let's start with uh, movies and TV news and such. Uh, so the first bit of news we have is Suicide Squad runtime has finally been revealed. And wouldn't you know that it's over two hours? Uh, it sounds about right. It's actually two hours and ten minutes to be exact. So, uh, so yeah, so we actually officially have a runtime for this movie. Is anybody excited about this movie? Oh, absolutely. I can't wait. Is this going to be one of those movies that you're so excited about and you don't go see, Justin? <laughs> Maybe, yeah. What about you, Max? Well, I know you're a bigger comic book fan probably than Justin here, so you'll probably go see it, right? I'll go see it, but I probably am not as excited to see it as he is, which is interesting. Now, would you say that's because Batman versus Superman like kind of let you down a little bit, so you're kind of reserved in you know getting excited um, about this movie, or is it because you know less about the Suicide Squad than other things comic book related? Do I only get two options? Uh, if you want to throw a third in there, that is totally okay, up to you. See none of the above. Okay, then lay it um, on me. Because I felt like Batman versus Superman was good. I feel like my relationship with comic books is not that great, but it, in the movie world, it doesn't matter to me. Um, but when it comes to the character choice, like, uh, I am not too excited about the Joker. Yeah. I, I'm hoping it's one of those things where they haven't really revealed a lot about him in the trailers, but then once we actually see him on screen more than what we've seen in the trailers, that maybe we're more bought into that, to, to that Joker. So, all right, well, moving on. So next bit of news we have is one of the movies that I actually thoroughly enjoyed uh, that I went into not expecting to enjoy is Pacific Rim. Have any of you guys seen uh, Pacific Rim? I have not. What about you, Max? Jaegers, man, yeah. Yeah, so uh, this finally has a release date, so mark it on your calendar, Maxwell, because we're going to somehow watch it together. I don't know how, but we're going to figure it out. February 23rd, 2018 is going to be the release date for Pacific Rim 2. Um, well, we could probably manage that. we got enough time to right. coordinate a uh, viewing of that together. Yeah, but... Uh, you know, I I just can't get over how surprised I was by this movie and how much I liked it. Justin, obviously, I know that you haven't seen it, but Maxwell, you thoroughly enjoyed it, you said yourself, right? I, it was exciting to watch. Um, I am just honestly wondering where they can take the story this time. Yeah, I mean, because a lot of the main characters in the movie, other than maybe the two 
the female and the male lead roles uh, pretty much died, uh, right? So yeah, and they cut off the uh, the uh, I guess the portal or whatever. Yeah, I'm kind of curious where this can go as well. So, uh, Justin, you want to fill us in on some Star Wars Episode Eight news? So Mark Hamill has stated that uh, Episode 8 will wrap filming on July 22nd, 2016. That's just a couple weeks away. Does that mean I can see it next month? Uh, no, you'll still have to wait another, uh, like, 16 months, but it uh, means that they're closer to reshoots and then editing. I mean, at least I have another Star Wars movie between this one and that one that I get to watch, you know, while I wait. So yes. I'm pretty excited about that. Maxwell, are you ex- You'll be waiting every year. Yeah, exactly. So... You know, I'll you know for Star Wars, I'll wait. Or as uh, Simon Pegg said, for Star Wars, I'll, for Star Wars, I'll burn. I don't know if y'all seen that behind the scenes. No, I haven't seen that. When he's in that big, uh, the guy that was like burr, 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 credits or whatever. He was the big fat guy. <laughs> he was the big fat guy behind the counter. Yeah. That, but yeah, so I don't. You like burr, the burr, 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 credits? Yeah, <laughs> credits. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. So, so yeah, I'm really excited about Star Wars. Almost as excited as I am about this next topic that Maxwell's going to bring to us about his favorite thing. One of his favorite things. One of my favorite things. All right. So, the Predator, the official title, the Predator. Uh, so it's going to be a sequel to the other movies. It's not going to be a remake. Um, now, when but you say now when you say the other movies, do you mean after Predator Two, or are we talking like Aliens versus Predators as well? That kind of detail, I don't know. It's going to okay. be present day as oh, okay. far as that goes. Okay. So, um, the main they do have a main character name now. It's Quinn McKenna. That's from producer Shane Black. However, it could be, or director, I guess it could be. Um, a placeholder, he said. So he, the name he specifically said could change. But that just kind of lets us know that the main character is not going to be Arnold, which there was a lot of speculation of. Uh, but it doesn't mean he's not going to make a cameo because they have been meeting up and talking about it. Um, in related news, hey, Travis, do you like Judge Dredd? Yes. Uh, do you like Aliens? Yes. Do you guys like The Predator? Yes. What if somebody were to take all of them and create a nice little uh, comic book based off of the the series. Oh, really? Yeah, it's going to take place in uh, Alabama. And what happens is there's going to be a, uh, a crazy scientist that gets a hold of a xenomorph skull or an alien skull. Okay. And then the predators are going to come to the planet because it's super hot. And they like the idea of the, uh, I guess, ravishing Earth all the time. But it's basically going to be a bunch of aliens get bred again, and the predators down there with Judge Dredd uh, trying to uphold lo- the law. Well, that's pretty interesting. It kind of reminds me of um, you remember the Freddy versus Jason movie? <laughs> yeah. And the only reason I say that is because they were supposedly working on a second one, but it was going to have Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers, and then the guy that was going to try to kill them all was going to be Bruce Campbell. Uh, so it kind of reminds me of the same kind of concept. Oh my God, that would have been great. Yeah. So, but I don't think that movie will probably see the light of day. However, this comic book seems really cool. Um, especially going to have Judge Dredd in it as well, which is super cool. Cause did you watch the newest Judge Dredd movie, Maxwell? The newest one? Yeah. Did you like it? It was, it was okay, it was okay to me. Yeah. Some yeah. people loved it if they were in the comics, I guess, but you know, nothing can really top Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everything is always comes back to Stallone and it's over the top 
uh, related. So uh, yes, you got it, buddy. Yeah. So uh, so more into some additional comic book news. Um, one of the little bits of information that came out in an interview with Anna Kendrick, uh, the star of Pitch Perfect. She wants to play Marvel's Squirrel Girl, which I had no idea that that was even a comic book I character. Um, in an interview, she was quoted saying that my brother sent me a Squirrel Girl comic because he thinks I should play her. She says, I don't know what Squirrel, to- squirrel Girl does other than be half squirrel, but I could be half squirrel, she said. <laughs> she can do it. Yeah, she could do it. So, uh, What do you guys know about Squirrel Girl? Nothing. Nothing. At all. Do you all. know anything? I just a little little uh researching. Okay, well so, what, fill us in. She came out in nineteen ninety two in the comics. Okay. Uh she's a fourteen year old mutant, so that's a little different. Yeah. Um, you know, for Anna Kendrick to play it. But then her notable notable victories against other Marvel I characters. Hope, I hope it's somebody notable. Like I really want it to be somebody notable. Well, top of the list, Doctor Doom. What? Yeah. Um, Thanos. You're Deadpool. Blo- you're blowing my mind right now. <laughs> yeah, she, she beat Deadpool. Okay. Who has pretty much defeat all of the Marvel Universe. Uh, and Wolverine in a uh, sparring match. I don't... I don't even know what to say, to be honest with now, you. Now I need this movie to yeah. be made. Yeah, I but need... She's got a tail. And she can talk to uh, squirrels. And then she's got like... Speed, strength, dexterity, and retractable claws. Oh, wow. So, I mean, that sounds like a really interesting character. Um, If it's anything like Ant-Man, which I knew absolutely nothing about, but I end up really liking the movie, and if it's anything like Guardians of the Galaxy, which I knew nothing about and end up really liking that movie, uh, I'm totally sold. Plus, I mean, if my wife's listening, Anna Kendrick is kind of my celebrity crush, so I'm kind of okay with this. Oh, are you excited about that new movie coming out? (laughs) The Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates? Uh, no, because she looks kind of trashy in that movie. I, I think she's supposed to be trashy. I don't like a trashy kind of girl. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? I prefer them to look like squirrels. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I asked is because IGN reviewed that movie. They said it's not very good. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. It looked funny. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, which stars Chris uh, Chris Pratt, there's actually some new news about a movie coming out with Chris Pratt. Right, Maxwell? Uh, yeah. We actually have a movie called Passengers with Chris Pratt and Jennifer Lawrence. So here's the setup. Basically, you have uh, a future setup. Uh, They're in a spacecraft with thousands of people, and they're being transported to another uh, planet. And there's some. It's it's supposed to be like 120 years that they're like cryogenically frozen. Well, something goes wrong, and they wake up like halfway through it, like 60 years into it. And it's going to be basically Chris Pratt waking up first, running around the ship for a year. Um, and then Jennifer Lawrence wakes up. Uh, they meet up. And it's set as like a sci-fi, um, like, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a love movie. So, like a rom-com? Yeah. I guess like a sci-fi romance. Hmm. Well, let me tell you, if it's anything like uh, Jupiter Descending... Or is it Jupiter Ascending? I do not want to be a part of that. <laughs> yeah, that was a terrible movie. Um, now, early release has been out, I guess, for like critics and things, and it's getting great reviews. They said like visually it's outstanding, and then the just storyline is really good. But considering the movie is two people based on the synopsis, the cast is pretty massive. 
of course, Jennifer Lawrence and Chris Pratt. We got Michael Sheen. Uh, Lawrence Fishburne is in it. Does he play Among, Morpheus? <laughs> I hope so. But there's like a whole massive list of people, so it'll be exciting to see how it goes. And is there a release? Is this movie out, or is there a release date for this movie? Yeah, it's like end of the year. Oh, okay, December twenty first. Oh, very cool. I'm, well, I mean, just from what little bit you've told me, plus I like the two main stars, mostly Christopher Pratt. It'll probably be a movie that I'll, I'll see. I mean, it's sci-fi. I love sci-fi movies. Yeah, um, and I haven't heard anything about this. There's no trailer out. I've not seen any like sneak peeks or anything. So I just came across it, but it looks really good. Oh, well, Sounds thanks for good, bringing that up. I'm going to yeah. have to check it out. So uh, now moving on to TV news. Um, so TV show The Flash, which I think I'm alone in saying I'm – I'm the only one that watches that show, correct? Yeah, but you're also the only one that watched Supergirl also, right? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, the TV show The Flash uh, is adding a new character to ep- to season three. I think it's season three. Maybe season... Yeah, season three. Um, so according to reports, Harry Potter star Tom Felton uh, has joined The Flash season three as Julian Dorn which is another, he's another CSI at the Central City Police Station, which is the same position that Barry holds, um, who suspect that there is more to Barry, which is the Flash, than what may appear. Uh, so he's playing a character that nobody knows anything about. Um, so kind of curious if, uh, you know, what he's going to be doing in that movie. Um, he was also a bad guy. Was he, would he technically be considered a bad guy in Harry Potter? He was an antagonist, but he's very conflicted. Yeah, so that's probably going to be similar to the character he's going to play in this show. Okay. But uh, now I got a question for you guys. Yes. So if I was to ask you who was deadlier, Batman or Rambo? I thought you were going to say Willy Wonka. Oh, no. Okay. He's deadly. Uh, (laughs) He's the deadliest. So what would you guys say? But first, before you answer, let me tell you... Let me drop some facts on you. Okay. okay? So, uh, Batman versus Superman, or B versus S, or Batman v Superman, Donna Justice, uh, Ben Affleck's Batman killed a total of 21 people. And Batman is a character that's notorious for not typically killing people, uh, which he's been known to, depending on where he was in his career. But what's really interesting, out of just that movie, 21 kills alone, compared to 45 kills across multiple Batman movies, 21 in just one movie. Uh, Maxwell, lay some facts on me around uh, Rambo's killing spree. I have a quick question. Okay. Is that uh, the theatrical cut? Does that include the R-rated version? Because there might be more. I think that is including the R-rated version. Yes. Wait. How are people seeing that yet? I don't know. There's been reports it's all over been the out. internet. Uh, yeah. yeah, people have gotten their hands on it. Yeah, and there was a thing too where it's like watch the uh, the uh, extra cut opening scene, and I watched it and I literally couldn't find out what the difference was between the two. Like I I, I literally didn't know. You know, I couldn't tell a difference. So, uh, and and some people has been reviewing it already, and one of them gave it a D plus. So yeah, here it's not very good. I'm a little disappointed. Yeah. So so what's some of the what's some of the numbers that you have across all Rambo movies, Maxwell? Um. Well, it just really depends. With with Rambo, he's a totally different man when he has a shirt on versus his shirt off. Oh, how so? Well, when he has his shirt on, he kills twelve people 
versus 46 with his shirt off in part two. <laughs> Total, huge wow. difference. In part three, he kills 33 people with his shirt on, 45 with it off. Wow. However, in 2008, in part four, when he kept his shirt on the whole time, he had a grand total of 83 people. <laughs> wow. Versus the first Rambo, which he killed one guy. So I think it's fair to say that Rambo is probably much deadlier than Batman. Is that correct? Um, I mean, if you total up the depending kills. Depending on shirts to no shirts, yeah. Yeah, because <laughs> if you total up all the Batman kills, uh, you got uh, forty. Uh, you got 76 kills. No, sorry, 40. God, I can't add whatsoever. Yeah, 65. No, well, if you total all the movies combined, it's sixty-six kills um, for bat for uh, for Batman across movies. Um, Forty-five in multiple movies, and then twenty-one in uh, Batman versus Superman. So, yeah, man, it's uh, you know, it just depends on the movie then, because in part two, he only killed uh, fifty-eight. <laughs> That's crazy talk. I'm just hoping that uh, Batman keeps his shirt on, because I don't want to see what he does if he takes his shirt off. You know, we have a mutual friend named Ben. He likes a Every Facebook picture he has his shirts off, so I don't know. I'm I, a little scared now. Yeah, I know. So I don't <laughs> How know. How many wh- people has he killed? I, that's the thing. I don't know when it when his shirt's off. Like I'm afraid of what he's gonna do. <laughs> he's killing the gains. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag gains. The swole patrol. The swole patrol. Um, so let's move on to a little bit of a lighter topic. Let's talk about BBC. Let's talk about British people, Maxwell. Lay it on us. Um, all right. So I don't know if you guys have uh, watched Top Gear over the years, but it's I love near, Top Gear. Oh, my God. It's near and dear to my heart. It's one of my favorites of all time. And the thing is, anybody that has not watched it, if you're not into cars, it's totally OK. I know so many people that could care less about a car, but the show is just great. Well, since the new season has cast Chris Evans, um, not to co-star- be not to be confused with Captain America, because I was confused when I first read this. Right. This is the this is the British Chris Evans. And then we got Matt LeBlanc, of course, from Friends as Joey. Um, so out of place. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but the show, Matt actually was pretty good on the show. Chris okay. Evans, I personally was not enjoying him. And he was like the lead. He basically took place of Jeremy Clarkson. Um, Which those well, are big already, shoes. Those are big shoes to fill, by the way. Jeremy Clarkson's oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah, that's exactly right. Now, this isn't as far as fans go. Chris Evans hasn't been one of their favorite parts of the new season. And if he's done one season and he's already backing out, even though he did sign on for three years. Um, so as of right now, they're not set to recast or fill his shoes, but maybe Matt kind of taking the leads on this. We're not sure. Um, but he is backing out. And there are a lot of rumors as to why he's backing out versus Matt LeBlanc, not really digging him. They're kind of like fighting back and forth. Um, Drama. Then, yeah. Now, in related news, Jeremy Clarkson, Richard Hammond, and James May have all signed on with Amazon. And what they're going to do is kind of bypass some of their legal concerns with uh, being able to cast another show like Top Gear with a network television channel or whatever. But because it's Amazon's internet based, they actually have a new series coming out called The Grand Tour. So basically, they're bypassing all legal things by going to a internet streaming service and having a different name. But I will tell you that I am already a huge fan of the the cast list that signed up for that new show. That's something that I'll follow. There was a uh, there was a rumor last year, and it may have just been like an internet hoax, but supposedly they were going to sign a deal with Netflix, 
and it was going to be called House of Cars, but that could have just been like a joke. I don't know, but it seemed it was on Reddit. Well, so clearly knows? it is because they're going to be doing the grand tour on Amazon. So, well, a year, a lot can happen. Yeah. So. <laughs> Why does that like Yoda? <laughs> now, let me ask you, Maxwell is this a, is this a big enough reason for you to sign up for an Amazon Prime account? You know, it might happen. It might actually happen because you do a lot of shopping on Amazon, anyways, don't you? Yeah, I do. I I just could care less to get something in two days. So that's why I never kept with it. Um, but, I mean, for this show alone, it would probably be worth it to me. Yeah, I know that uh, one of the big things I just recently uh, heard from one of my friends, he wanted to go back and start watching Doctor Who. And uh, I didn't know that Amazon signed a deal specifically with Doctor Who, that they have exclusive streaming rights uh, to it. Netflix and Hulu do not. So he signed up for Amazon Prime just so he can go back and start watching uh, Doctor Who. So that's probably got the best value because there's a lot of episodes of that. Yeah. So, and I, I've watched some stuff and they have some original content as well, but I haven't watched any of their original content. So, all right. For a short break, uh, for you, the listeners of Nerds with Mics, Gamefly is offering you a premium 30 day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. To get your free trial today, go to gameflyoffer.com slash nerds with mics. Again, that's gameflyoffer.com slash nerds with mics for your free 30 day trial. So, yeah, massive Battlefield 1 news, guys. I know every single one of you here at this table and the table down in Florida are excited about Battlefield. Am I right? Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that resounding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. But, yeah, so somebody actually went in and hacked uh, the code for Battlefield 1, uh, which turned out to actually reveal all kinds of information about the game. It revealed... Weapons, gadgets, maps, story chapters, and a bunch more. I was going to just kind of highlight some of the things because I obviously don't want to spoil it for anybody that actually wants to be completely surprised by the game. I was just going to kind of hit some of the high points. So uh, there's going to be over 30 weapons ranging from handguns, uh, tankers, boats, behemoth weapons, cavalry weapons. There's also going to be six episodes. Each episode will consist of three to four chapters. And if you actually want to go online, you can look, and it has the actual names of the chapters and all that, but I don't want to give any of that away. It also gives the map names, so the names of the locations for single-player and also multiplayer maps. It gives you a full list of weapons with each weapon that's in the game. It also even gives you game modes, uh, so you know what kind of game modes are going to be introduced in the game. There's also more than just that as well, so... It's uh, indeed a big dump. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a big data dump, as they call it. So, uh, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty interesting because like some of the weapons, like you'll be able to have like a a shovel, a gas mask, like all the things that you think you know should be there. Uh, I just you know I'm kind of getting really excited for this game because it doesn't. It seems like they're trying to stick true to the actual time. I was watching some videos online of some sniper rifles, and you know it's. It's just getting me pumped because I feel like it's when I, when we play it, it's going to take us back to playing the older Battlefield games even more so. So, uh, but yeah, kind of can't wait for that. So, and and that comes out in October, I believe. So, what's a behemoth weapon? A behemoth weapon, I think, is like it's like game game changing weapons. Like I know, like if you start to get towards the end of a match and your team is losing. Uh, in order to turn the tide, um, there's like a thing you can do where you're actually controlling a zeppelin like one of the big blimps and you're actually just firing down all over the map trying to get kills and stuff. So I think they're kind of more environment environmental like game changing type weapons I think is what oh, they're awesome. Yeah. And then cavalry weapons, I mean I assume that when you're 
because we all know that you can get on horseback straight using swords and stuff, you know, so it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting. And I think it's a welcome change for first person online shooters because we've had modern and now future combat for such a long time. I'm kind of glad we're stepping back a little bit. So I'm kind of excited and yeah, big data dumps for days. Yep. So, uh, now moving on to the next topic. So I'm going to be the first to admit, and you guys may laugh at me. I've never played a Pokemon game ever in my life. Really? Never. I had no idea. No, I have not. I, uh, I, I started one on, um, on the DS, but that's just not for me. Oh, wow. Yeah, so... so I, what, I feel like I'm, like, you and I, I think we're just gonna, a little too old that yeah. we fell out of that when Pokemon were coming in. Everybody we know is, like, so into it. Yeah. And it's like we just started getting a little too old to be catching on to the show. And yeah, such. that hit my... Uh, when I was a kid, that was, like, all we did. It was the cards, the games... You know, toys, did you, uh, everything. Did you catch them all? No, sadly, I've never caught them all. What was the last big thing you remember about your childhood, Maxwell? Like, what was the big thing you remember, like, before you started to get out of the kid stuff, per se? What was the biggest thing you remember? Um, it could be a TV show. It could be, like, the thing, like, is an Power exam- Rangers. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's a really good example, because what I was going to say, the one thing that I remember in the back of my mind, you remember Pogs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Where you had, like, the things and the slammer yeah. and all that. Like, the, in my mind, yeah. that's, like, the last thing I remember, like, about my childhood before moving on to more adult things yeah. as we're having a podcast about video games and such right now. But it's I'm just, just one of the things that sticks with me. I'm glad I missed the SpongeBob cutoff. Like, that came after. Yeah, that I, came after, but Maxwell loves SpongeBob. Oh, love no. SpongeBob. Why? No, it's so good. You oh. can't tell me there's not a cartoon that you watch as an adult and you enjoy. No, I mean, but not SpongeBob. Okay, well, what is it? Adventure Time? Bob's Burgers. That's a fantastic. Those it's are those the are best. Two good options. Yeah, yeah, but but Bob's Burgers is not a kids' TV show, is it? Not? It's not. No, no. it's now, Adventure Time. Is Adventure Time for kids, or is it? Um, or is it adult? I mean, it, it, definitely, kids can enjoy it. Okay, and it's on during kids' time. But is there, adults are going to be like, oh. So there's underlying tones, so to speak. Oh, uh, this is a little off topic, but we're talking about kids stuff. Uh, So I guess during a Finding Dory showing in California, they accidentally aired the uh, restricted sausage party trailer in front of it. Oh, I heard about that. (laughs) I heard about that. Like, how could you even be mad? Like, that's hilarious. You're, oh my gosh. So what was the? You didn't really give us an answer. Oh, sorry. The last big thing you remember as a kid that you? Oh God. Power Rangers and Pogs have been taken. Yeah, Power Rangers was big when I was was when I was a kid. So it was you know Pokemon and Pogs. I think we're kind of going out of style. Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. What about big bad Beetleborgs? Max one is. I don't know. I don't even know what you're talking about. Tamagotchis were big. Okay. Yeah. Gigapets. Gigapets. I had the R2D2 Gigapet. When you were a kid, it was probably Furbies. Oh, yeah. We had Furbies too. Yeah. yeah so. Man. Well, that was a big, long about way to segue into the next topic, which is Pokemon. Oh, wow. Maxwell, won't you give us some Pokemon news? All right. You ready for a big old data dump of information? Yep. Right on my chest. All right. Uh, Pokemon Go is now available for Android devices. Android, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> I had so much information for you, didn't I? I was doing uh, some reading. Oh, sorry, what? Uh, yeah, no, it's augmented reality. Um, so you strap that big old turd to your head, right? No, not with this. That's virtual reality. Ah, okay. This one, you use I your camera. Like you, right. Like you point your camera like in front of you, and it shows you everything that's in front of you, but then little Pokemon pop up in your house. So yeah, oh, you, that's adorable. Yeah, but what's cool is so it's all claw your face it's off. all going to be location based. So like, say Maxwell, like you take your phone and you go to the ocean because you're by the ocean. 
that there would be a water Pokemon there for you to tame. Like, they will be specific to, like, areas that you go to. And there will also be girls fleeing the scene as you chase yeah. Pokemon through your phone <laughs> uh, but at what, the beach. But what's also... And then you're just yelling, I gotta catch it, I gotta catch it, <laughs> yeah. while you're chasing towards a random stranger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, they, <laughs> and there's also going to be public events. So, like, you may go to, like, in the video that they showed for this, like, you may go to Times Square and there's, like, a... a, like a I don't know what they're called because I never played Pokemon, but there's like an epic, really hard to fight Pokemon. Oh my god! And if there's people around you, like you're all battling this one Pokemon at the same time. It's not like the advanced, better version of uh, when the 3DS came out and they had those little cards you could sit. Yeah, kind of the same thing. Yeah, but what's funny is uh, there. Um, so there's this thing that you. I don't know if it's required for the game. But there's this little thing that looks like a Pokemon ball, like the little red and white Pokemon ball, but it's actually a pedometer. But when you, like, it counts your steps and stuff, but when you go to a location where a Pokemon is, you have to pull it out and you have to act like you're throwing it at it to catch it. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. (laughs) I can't wait, though, to tell Kayla, like, I got to go to New York. I got to catch a Pokemon and fight in this epic battle and just see the look (laughs) on her face. (laughs) You know what's funny, though, is if you're in Jamaica, you you know what they call a Jamaican proctologist? A Pokemon. Oh. <laughs> Got him. You've been saving that, haven't you? <laughs> I totally forgot I even had that until this conversation just now. So it's out on Android right now. Justin, do we get a date for when it's going to be on iOS? It's rolling out now. Okay, like, as we probably speak, in a slow roll right now, yeah. yeah. It's just, uh, I by the time you listen, it should be up. I didn't know it was coming out so soon because I watched the video and then I signed up for the beta and then I never heard anything. And now all of a sudden it's... Uh, it's coming out. So, all right. So, moving on um, to more adult things. Uh, and by adult things, I mean video games. So, <laughs> yes. yeah, adult themed video games having Marvel heroes in it. All right. Okay. So, at E3, we seen, and to my surprise, and I think to a lot of other people's surprise, that Spider Man, new Spider Man game is coming out for PS4 and it's exclusive. Insomniac Studios is who's behind it. Um, I can't tell you how excited I was for a new Spider-Man game. Maxwell, I know that you love Spider-Man games. Justin, if you don't oh, like... Oh, God, they're great, yeah. I was say, you can just leave. Um, but there's, until, until the Batman Arkham games came out, they were the best superhero games. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, but this raises kind of a controversial conversation around, has Sony went too far by making the Spider-Man game an exclusive game to PS4? Now, we know that, obviously, Sony, in some form owns the right to Spider-Man. That's why that only Sony makes Spider-Man movies, but Marvel and Sony have been cooperating on, you know, sharing him with the Avengers and so on and so forth. However, do you think it's right that Sony has made the Spider-Man game an exclusive game just for PS4? Because the reason I ask that question is when I think of games like Forza, when I think of games like Halo, when I think of games like um, Horizon Zero Dawn, Like, those games are platform-exclusive. They're original content. Yeah. But when I say Spider-Man, do you not think that's a brand of the people? Like, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, but then you have copyrights and licenses that just get in the way of that. Yeah, but but let me get your all's opinion. Do you think Sony has went too far in regards of making this an exclusive title? Because Xbox owners are not going to be able to have this game, at least that's been confirmed. Now, we know that when Tomb Raider first came out on next gen, it was on both platforms. However, rise of the Tomb Raider, which is the second version of, you know, the franchise on next gen had a one year contract deal with Microsoft that it would stay exclusive to the console for the first year. 
then it would obviously go over to PS4 and other consoles. However, there has been no conversation like this about this Spider-Man game. Now, keep in mind, before I turn it over to you guys, is that Sunset Overdrive was a Microsoft exclusive. Okay, now keep in mind, I understand that it's not a, a superhero game. But it was made by Insomniac Studios, which is the same studio that's making this this Spider-Man game. So, Justin, we'll start with you. What's your thoughts? Do you think that Sony's went too far by making this Spider-Man game exclusive? Uh, I mean, technically, they are well within their rights to do so. But I think from a business standpoint, as far as like reaching more people, it's a bad idea. Because, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, Spider-Man's a big deal, but I hardly think it's a console seller. So I don't think you're going to be swaying people to the PS4 just because they have Spider-Man. And I think there's going to, I mean, they're not going to lose sales, but they're not going to get sales. You know what I mean? And at the same time, they're doing the same thing with MLB in a way, because I mean, baseball belongs to the people and they're the only makers of the game and it's PS4 exclusive. So this isn't the first time they've done this. Yeah, but that's different though, because I mean, just to kind of argue my point is that. Don't get me wrong. Like I love Sony. I prefer my PlayStation over Microsoft, but, but. But that baseball game has always been a Sony title. Like, it's, yeah, but it's there used never... to be another game too that was on Xbox, and that was made by there's Two K that made that one, right? Yeah. But like, you're never gonna see Halo on a PlayStation Four. You're never gonna see uh, Forza on a PlayStation Four. The same way you'll never see Gran Turismo on an Xbox. Yeah. Like those are console exclusives, but but those are all properties that were built on that platform. Baseball was built, well, you know, I yeah. don't know somewhere. Well, that's what I'm saying. So Spider Man, which you know, it was in movies, in comic books, all that stuff. It's, you know, to me, it seems it seems great for Sony, but bad for the consumer. Yes. That's my thoughts. Maxwell, what do you think? I mean... Well, uh, the other Spider-Man games over the years have been on multiple consoles, right? Correct. Yeah. Okay. And Sony has owned the rights to Spider-Man movies for a long time. Yes, and a disclaimer before you go on. This Spider-Man movie... It, as far as they've announced, is in no way, shape, or form associated with the new Spider-Man movie coming out. This right. is just completely separate. But that's just Sony owning rights. Correct. However, with the Sony and Marvel thing, Spider-Man's kind of made his way out, but it's still Sony. So I, I can see why they're like, I guess, just trying to hold on to every shred of Spider-Man they can. But at the same time, it's like, it just seems pointless. Yeah, I, I don't know. I've got I got mixed feelings on it. I mean, the great thing about the great thing is like I own an Xbox and I own a PlayStation, so I'm not super upset about it. But I oh, think I'm it, not because I could care less about Xbox. Right, but I'm thinking about the people that's <laughs> only ever had Xboxes, but they're huge Spider-Man games. Like to me, like is this going to be a big enough of a game that people are going to want to go out and buy a PlayStation because of this game? Probably not. Nope. I think the people that are going to go out and buy a PlayStation are going to be for the exclusive games that they're used to, like the new God of War game or, you know, a Gran Turismo type game. Those type of games, I think, is what draws in people to buy a PlayStation. I don't know if this will, but, you know, I don't know. I got mixed feelings maybe about it's, it. Maybe it's just a unique way to say that they didn't want to bother coding for a different system. And the only thing that I can think of, and this just kind of popped in my mind, is what if this all along since Sony gave Marvel the rights to use Spider-Man in the Avengers, maybe this is part of that deal that was struck. That could be it. That, okay, well, we'll let you use Spider-Man in the Avengers movie, 
but the trade-off is you're going to make a game or, you know, you're going to license that character and help us build a story specifically for PlayStation 4. You know, I have a theory about Sony. I think they do that a lot. Um, This is going to sound crazy, but I think that, you know, Uncharted was delayed from last holiday, right? And it was about the time they struck that deal with Call of Duty. I think part of the deal was they were not allowed to release their own shooting game at the same time to compete. I think they were told to push it back. You think so? Yeah. Well. I thought that for a while. <laughs> get my tinfoil hat out. Yeah. No, get, well, I mean. you. Talk <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense. I mean, you know, we'll make a deal with you on your to be exclusive on your platform, but you can't release your biggest game at the same time. Well, who's going to make a deal to get SOCOM remastered? <sighs> That's why we're probably not getting it, because actually, uh, some news on that front. Uh, oh. they, they renewed the multiplayer trademark, and they added, uh, oh my god, I, I'm a crazy person. They added, uh, the, for their tags on their U- official YouTube channel, they added SOCOM to it this week. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's actually, it that's might be kinda, happening. That's kind of exciting. Yep. All right. excited. So, um, one of Mana Maxwell's favorite games that uh, that we play together, one of the first co-op games I think you and I played together was Resident Evil 5, right? And we played that many, many times over, right? So Yeah, the 360 that I had was the uh, Resident oh, yeah. Evil edition. Yeah. I took the other one in to trade it in for that specifically. I love the game that much. Do you still have that, actually? Uh, yeah, it's back home in West by God, Virginia. West by God, Virginia. <laughs> well, uh, since it's one of our favorite things, uh, won't you give us this short but sweet uh, news about Resident Evil? So they released a new teaser uh, demo that you can download, and it has hit an all-time record as the most downloaded single-player game for the uh, demo for the PlayStation 4 in the first week. Now, that is in the North America in the Still. North America, yes. In the North Americas. Uh, yeah. It's so if, I mean, that's huge, though. I mean, it's been over uh, two, million, 2 million downloads globally. And that's just been since the, since the middle of June, which is when, e, when E3 was. Uh, one of the things I find really interesting about the new Resident Evil game is that it's really two different types of game. Uh, when the PlayStation VR comes out, you'll be able to play through the entire game in VR, or you can choose to play through the entire game in third person, like traditional Resident Evil games. Well, I don't. That's a game that would just scare the crap out of me <laughs> to play with a, a VR. Well, one of the things that uh, IGN uh, was talking about was they talked about there was a PlayStation uh, VR demo that they played where you were like in a kitchen and like there was this person that was doing stuff to you. You could look down and you could obviously see that you're roped and they were just like. I think they were like stabbing you or something and they had no idea what the game was because they never said what it was and then a month goes by and then they download this demo and they realized that they had been playing just a small portion of the resident evil 7 demo which i thought was pretty pretty interesting so but resident evil i think this is just my true belief i don't think i don't care how tough you are I think horror games, I don't think anybody will ever be able to play one start to finish in VR. I just, I really don't. <laughs> because that's the type of game I don't, that's too real for me. Like, I, can, I can't even play Alien Isolation with friends in the room in the daylight. Exactly. Could you imagine having VR being inside a locker, looking through the grade of inside the locker, watching an alien walk by? Like, I just, like, that game is stressful enough and not VR. Uh, now, Justin, speaking of which, this is totally off topic, but you have an Oculus. You let me borrow it. But one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about that we don't have in our notes, as you said, you downloaded uh, 
Vorpix. A, a Vorpix, which allows yeah. you to play non-VR games in VR. So yes. why, don't, why don't you go ahead and just give us a kind of a short... Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, I didn't get a whole lot of time. Basically, basically, I was just configuring it, testing it out, see if it was you know worth my money or not. And uh, it was. <laughs> it was amazing. I got to play Skyrim in VR, which was really cool. The hardest part was uh, getting used to not using the right stick, because you don't need to, because you just tilt your head around to oh. look around. So that was kind of challenging, but once I finally did, like I was basically basically spinning my chair around the entire room just trying to get around, but it was a lot of fun. And then I tried Fallout 4. It was also really good. The only problem was is... Uh, now, is that official yet, or is this just... Uh, this is just through the mod. Because I know that Fallout yeah. is planning on doing VR, but this is just through the this mod. This is just right? through the mod, yeah. Okay. Um, for some reason, the mod messed with my key bindings, I guess, and okay. I couldn't switch back to first person. So that one I was stuck playing in third person, and I haven't given it another try, but... I'm definitely going to try Alien Isolation, I think, because I do own it. They said that's one of the better games to do that with. Yeah, and GTA. There's actually someone made a specific GTA 5 mod to go with Vorpix that automatically oh. adjusts the field of view and everything, and it looks so good. It's in beta testing right now. You can just download it and go. Oh, so I'm going to try that I, next. That would be amazing. You want me to bring it back over? Yes. Okay. Because I have, I have it on my, my computer. So. so you didn't delete it, right? No. I mean, the, the Oculus stuff, you still no, have it? Okay, no, good. Yeah, I'll bring it over sometime. But yeah, that that sounds amazing. So um, I think, you know, VR is starting to become more compelling, I think. Uh, I still think it's got a long way to go, but uh, there's just been some things that's just really kind of made me more interested over the past couple weeks. When the Oculus Touch controllers come out, it'll be a game changer. Yeah, like the HTC Vive, but... No, man. You know what the Vive does, right? What? Like there's no like yeah it has room scale but there's no analog sticks so basically if you want to get like even for Fallout Four they said like there's a warping feature so like you look somewhere and like you click it and your character like warps to that area and then you can room scale just in that area oh. with Oculus Touch they have analog sticks and it will be room scale but you can room scale and then just move the analog stick now to that'll move be really cool yeah that's why I'm all about the Oculus Touch. Yeah, that would be really cool, especially with Skyrim. If you can get like a shield in one hand, a sword in the other, like that would be legit. Oh my God. Yeah, that would be oh everything. Oh, sorry. Another thing though is the Dolphin Emulator, which only do it if you own the game, kids. Um, you can. They've made it VR compatible, and they said Metroid Prime is like the best VR game out right now. Maxwell, did you hear that? Dude, I am sold. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But only if you own the game. Yeah. Wink, wink. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, Justin, let me ask you something. Are you a fan of Bioshock? It might, aside from Mass Effect, might be the second best game series of last generation. Well, we got some big news this past week around Bioshock. <sighs> kind of. It's the worst kept secret in the gaming industry. <laughs> I mean, yeah. how many times has the rating board slipped and released the rating? Uh, yeah, they're, they're remastering the trilogy uh, for PS4, Xbox One, and kind of PC. Uh, they're awfully pretentious when it comes to the PC master race. They're saying that... Uh, Bioshock Infinite is already remastered, as is. You don't, so they're not going to remaster that one, but one and two will be. But on the consoles, all three, uh, they're going to come to you know Xbox One, PS4, and PC, and that'll actually be out on September thirteenth for thirty uh, sixty dollars. Sorry, and will include all the DLC. Now, Bioshock Two will have it itself stripped of the multiplayer feature, though. Well, I'm excited for this. The biggest reason is is because I played all the way through Bioshock Infinite, but I did not play I did not play Bioshock one or two. You didn't play one. No, I didn't play either. I hate that for you because one really just oh man, it's so good. Yeah, this also uh makes me I mean don't get me wrong, like I know Bioshock has a special place in everyone's heart, but it makes me want 
it makes me want a um it makes me want a Mass Effect re release with all three games even more because I, I would much rather play through those games than Bioshock because I totally missed all three of those. Um you know, so you did play Red Dead Redemption though, right? I did play Red Dead Redemption. You know that effective Friday, it, July eighth, I think it'll be uh, backwards compatible on Xbox One. On Xbox One, well, that's great. Gives me one less reason to play my Xbox. Uh, and also, I think uh, something else came out today too, Rockstar related, right? Yep, the Warriors. The Warriors. Uh, if anybody has played the Warriors, the Warriors based off the older movie, but it was a Rockstar game. Yeah. Uh, it was on PS two, uh, but it is now available on PS four. Awesome. So I think that. I mean, I would have much rather had those flip-flop. I would have much rather got the uh, Red Dead Redemption on PlayStation, but had uh, the Warriors come to Xbox because I'm a bigger fan of Red Dead Redemption. So, All right. Uh, now, Justin, did you have a little bit of uh, news around sports? Because I know Maxwell and I, we're not big sports fans. Yeah. Um, okay, so every year, ever since it first came out, I've bought NBA 2K. And this year's 2K is going to be a little less fun to play online because Kevin Durant signed with the Golden State Warriors, and they're basically the Monstars from Space Jam. <laughs> Speaking of which, are we ever going to get a trailer for the Space Jam's 2 movie or what? I think they have to film it first. Yeah, that's probably right. Yeah. Um, all right, well... LeBron's too busy winning championships, bro. Yeah, breaking curses. So... All right, well, one thing I wanted to mention, uh, I'm just going to kind of speed through this section. Uh, We've got some sales going on right now. So uh, Xbox just started off their summer sale, started today, uh, which is uh, July 5th, and it runs to the 11th. Uh, Some of the games, some of the more noticeable uh, savings is going to be Fallout 4 is 40% off if you're a game... Gamers for Gold, it's 50% off. You get an extra 10% off. Uh, Diablo 3 is on sale. Just Cause 3. Uh, the Evil Within. The Witcher 3, which is a great game. And then you also have some Xbox 360 titles like Crackdown, uh, Red Dead Redemption, which is great that it's on sale because it's now backwards compatible. One game that that's on sale that I think might be the newest one is Mirror's Edge. I think it's 40% off. Oh, that's that's a... That's a really good deal since it's a brand new game. I haven't played the new one. It got mixed reviews. Yeah, I'm going to pass on that one for a while. Yeah. Um, All right. So moving on uh, to more sales. So this month's Xbox Games for Gold are going to be The Crew, which is still available until the 15th of July. We also have The Banner Saga Saga 2, uh, which is good for July 1st to the 31st. You also have Tumblestone, uh, which is an Xbox Live game. Rainbow Six Vegas 2 uh, is good to the 15th. Tron Evolution, which is an Xbox 360 game, it's good till July 30th. And that's a total retail value of $53.97 that you get just from downloading those free games. Now, PlayStation Plus games uh, is Saints Row 4, Get Out of Hell. I, I haven't played a Saints Row game since probably the third one. That's probably when they started going downhill, too. Yeah, so uh, we have that one. We also have... So I just seen the trailer for this game today. It's called, uh, I think it's Fury, F-U-R-I. And it looks really, really interesting. Um, I think it's, not only is it a free PlayStation Plus game this this month, but it's also a brand new release as well. I think it's one of the indie games on PlayStation. Uh, you also have Call of Juarez, <laughs> Bound in Blood, which is a PS3 game. I'm so glad you decided to do yeah, that. Yeah, Fat Princess. <laughs> That's what my nickname was. Uh, it's in PS3. It's a PS3 game. You also have Aura Shaka. I don't know if that's how you say it. Tainted Bloodlines, which is PlayStation 4. How would you say that, Maxwell? You, you're Aura better. Aura Shika. Aura Shika. 
Tainted Bloods lines. PlayStation Vita game. Prince of Persia, which... Where did Prince of Persia go? It's a PSP game. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Total value is $79.95. I'm not as impressed with their value this month because they're still giving away PSP games. You can't count that in the value. Now, you can still play PSP games, though, on the Vita. But But do you want to? No. No, probably not. So, all right. Well, um, the last bit of news that we have, unless anybody has anything, is kind of some more... Odd news, but also depressing news. Yeah, it's, it's sad, yeah. um, but it also kind of lets us know what, what to expect right now. Yeah, so the first Tesla driver has been killed while using the autopilot feature. Um, Tesla has confirmed that the autopilot feature was engaged at the time of the accident. Uh, so it was fully engaged, did not have his hands on the steering wheel, it was doing its thing. Uh, the driver, <laughs> so this is the, and I don't want to laugh because this is terrible, but this is the really odd part of the story, is it was confirmed that the driver was watching Harry Potter during the time of the accident. So oh, he's man. going down the road, autopilot's fully engaged. He's and, just engaged in a world of magic. Yeah, getting his quidditch on. Uh, and oh, then, at the, yeah, at the time of the accident. And what I find really strange about this is that, so Tesla has, has pointed uh, – until up until this point has logged 130 million miles with the autopilot feature and not a single accident until this one. Um, Do we know exactly what happened? Well, evidently the guy was going faster than he should have been uh, for the road that he was on at the time. Now, does he set the speed or does the autopilot feature handle all no, that? No, you, set, you okay. set the speed and then you engage the autopilot. Um, and it's a known fact that Autopilot is really only ideal for like interstate driving. Like it's not ideal. Right. Like you can't just punch in and it just will take turns for you or any of that. So after I read this story, one of the things that I I was just kind of you know Google searching stuff. You have something to say, Justin? Uh, there was actually a second accident just on July first. The guy lived though. Oh, so that's two two accidents back to back days. What movie was he watching? <laughs> Doesn't say. Know. Okay, <laughs> but uh, Debbie does Dallas. No, I'm kidding. Oh I'm no, kidding. that's dark. Well, Anyways. I'm just uh, I watched a guy on YouTube because I was so interested by this autopilot thing and how much faith people actually put into it. Because I have a, I bought my wife a new a new Subaru car and it has what they call eyesight and it's a, it's kind of assisted driving. Like it'll tell you when you veer off in a different lane. It'll tell you how far a car is in front of you. Automatically uh, slow down if you have the cruise on. You can choose your distance between you and that car. All that type of stuff. But I still hands on the wheel all the time. Always constantly alert. But a guy has a 40 so the the video I was watching the guy had a 40 minute a 40 minute commute to work and it wasn't even highway it was more just like rural roads and things like that but the autopilot if it notices that obviously there's a middle line and there's lines on the outs, outside of the road um it can still do its autopilot feature so on his 40 he still had to make manual turns obviously at certain intersections but in a 40 minute commute his manual drive time, so manual is obviously with not auto autopilot engaged, was six minutes, and then the total time of autopilot was uh, thirty four minutes. Uh, so I thought that was really interesting that it takes. You said six minutes and then thirty four minutes. Well, s- six minutes was manual, him actually driving oh, and making turns and things like that, and thirty four minutes of his forty minute commute was completely autopilot. I got you. And this was on back rural roads and things like that. Um, you know, he did say, obviously, if you're the first car that gets to a light, the system isn't set up so that you stop at a stoplight. However, if you're like if somebody else is in front of you and they're stopping for the light, it will completely 
stop and go in traffic. Um, but I just think, number one, that these things aren't where it needs to be to fully just take over. You know what I mean? Like, I think people are starting to put too much faith uh, in these things. Um, and that well, may... and if he's setting the speed limit above... Right. I mean, that's just asking for tr- right. troubles. And I think it was a... I think it was a uh, I, I want to say it was like a semi or, or some sort of big vehicle that was involved in the Do accident. we know exactly what happened? Like, was he like T-boned or rear-ended or like what ha- Like, how did it happen? Like, was it the autopilot's fault or was um, it just a freak accident or something? Well, I think what had happened is he was, um, I think it was, he, it was, somebody was switching lanes in front of him and it didn't detect that there was a vehicle like that close by. So I don't know if it was fully the autopilot's fault or if it was just a combination of both. I think probably him watching Harry Potter while going over the speed limit mixed with somebody else not, you know, paying enough attention probably. Yeah. It was probably a combination of things. So it's very sad news, but I just wanted to bring some bring that up because we don't talk a lot about tech on the podcast, so I thought that was kind yeah. of an interesting story. <clears throat> um, and it reminds me of a story I read a few weeks back um, where a person was injured in an Uber accident. Uh, but it was actually more beneficial for them to be involved in that accident than it would be for a cab because the cab drivers don't have the uh, like insurance level. that like They have a super, super low protection like payout compared to an Uber driver that has his full coverage or whatever. So he actually can cover more accidental damage. Well, that's interesting. I mean, it's a good thing that he was involved with Uber as opposed to somebody else. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, well, we are to the point in the podcast where we have picks of the week. Does anybody have a pick of the week? If you don't, it's perfectly fine. No? Uh, you know, I've been playing Ark, really. That's all I've been doing. So I guess uh, Ark. <laughs> can you play Ark in uh, VR? I haven't tried. That'd be pretty awesome, though. That game has a hard enough time running. I doubt it. Not anymore. It's I'm going to say that... Most people's pick pick of the week right now is probably going to be that Pokemon Go. Yeah, you're probably right. I'm definitely going to download it and check it out. Oh, and one of the things I also forgot to mention is you're able to trade Pokemon, so we can actually all trade amongst these amongst each other, which is kind of cool. I I just that whole augmented reality deal where I'm just like pointing it at <laughs> real life and stuff. I mean, that honestly is well. That I, might I think get into it. That and the whole geo the geo caching where it's like you know certain Pokemon in certain areas and things like that. I find that to be really interesting as well. So, um, all right. And uh, so my pick of the week is actually an older game. I've actually went back recently and started playing Animal Crossing on the DS again. Oh, man, so good. Yeah, it's such a good time waster. So uh, that's what mine is. Uh, And one of the things that I also want to ask is we totally forgot to bring it up at the beginning of the podcast is we didn't talk about what we were up to. So... I don't really want to know what you've been up to. I just want to know, did you guys have a good 4th of July? That's all I want to know. In a weird roundabout way, yes. Because I was supposed to work on the 4th of July, and I did work, but the storm pushed all the fireworks back to the day before, so I got to see them. Oh, okay. Well, our... Thanks, God. Yeah, thanks, God. Ours, Our fireworks in Huntington was actually two days before, two days before the 4th. So when the 4th came around, the weather was so bad, nobody had fireworks. My wife got to see fireworks. However, I did not get to see fireworks. So, Maxwell, when you were down to a bigger city, did you go anywhere and watch the fireworks, or were you working? Um, well, I did work, but we closed early. I got double time and a half, so it was absolutely worth working, <laughs> even if we didn't close early. Um, but then 
we actually just came back to my apartment, me and a couple friends, and there's like a little lake in between the apartments. And you could see from multiple different angles, different parts of the city or people that were just shooting fireworks off. And it was beautiful. You could see the reflection in the uh, lake. It was awesome. Oh, well, that's sweet. I figured you would have drove up to Miami and tried to catch fireworks up there. I would not want to deal with that traffic. <laughs> How far is Miami from me, if you don't mind me asking? Um, 15 minutes? 40, or is it 40, like 40 minutes to get into like downtown. Oh, okay. Are you in Fort Lauderdale? Hollywood, Fort Lauderdale area. Yeah. 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 Well, we're talking about uh, going on a cruise, so maybe we'll have to just pick you up and take you with us since uh, you're right by the dock there. Yeah, I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting with bags in hands. So, all right. Well, that concludes episode 10 of Nerds with Mics. Uh, come back often and feel free to add our podcast to your favorite RSS feed or your favorite podcast app. You can also add us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, all using the name Nerds with Mics. YouTube as well. And YouTube as well. Yeah, don't want to forget YouTube because we literally have no content on there. Yeah. So, uh, all links can be found in the show notes. And now that's it for this show. Yeah. That. Yeah, you got anything else? No, just be sure to check out that sweet Gamefly offer. Oh, yeah, Gamefly. Nerds of Mics. Gameflyoffer.com slash Nerds of Mics. Maxwell, you got anything to add? Um, just that sweet deal with uh, Gamefly. <laughs> Gamefly. I actually have Gamefly. I like it a lot. Really? Yeah, it's basically the Netflix of games, but yeah. better. Yeah, except oh, yeah, they even stream, too, don't they? Yeah, they do. They stream? That's amazing. And not only that, but... If you decide to buy a game, it usually is much cheaper than buying it from like GameStop or oh, something. Oh, they have really good sales. And like if you decide, like if you have a disc that you're basically renting, so to speak, from them, and you decide you want to buy it, they literally just mail you like the manual and the box and everything for that game, hmm. which is really cool. They're such a great company. GameFlyOffer.com slash Nerds with Mics. Yep. All right. Have a good one, guys. Thanks. Bye.